It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Friday, January 5th, with your host, me. I'm not for everyone. And my handsome son, Zach. How are you today, handsome? Happy Friday. I'm doing great, Dad. I'm excited to spend some time with you here this afternoon. I want to kick things off. We had major enforcement from the Federal Trade Commission, Dad, and the uh, attorneys general in the great state of Connecticut. We'll pull up the press release real quick, and then you're going to walk us through what happened here. We've got, Dad, yes. Attorney General Tong and the FTC taking action against Manchester City Nissan for deceiving customers and charging junk fees is this something that we should all be made aware of i think so what happened well uh apparently uh, the the nissan dealer doesn't play fair and square um advertising prices for say certified vehicles and according to the laws rules and regulations uh on a certified car if you advertise the price it has to include the certification and the certified warranty so if you went in to try and buy that car in some cases, they charged as much as $5,295 for the certification fee on top of the advertised price. Well, that's a no-no, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't allowed to do that. You shouldn't do it anyway, but whether you're allowed or not. Um, and in many cases, they got caught charging excess fees even state fees, they overstated the cost of those fees uh, so that they could hold on to that extra money for additional profit. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, those named in this lawsuit, um, they sound like scum, personally. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. We'll let the courts decide. This is what happens every day in this industry and we've got one enforcement in one state it is it is january 5th so we've had our first enforcement of the new year but it's a friendly reminder to every dealer out there please operate fair and square please stop charging fake bogus fees i mean inspection fee that it, this is not the only dealership where we've seen something like that remember we had uh one of the car deals i had recently pulled up last year what was it? It was like that used car that was $14,000 or $10,000. And then like before you know it, it was like a 50 or 60% price increase with all the crapola. Yeah, because it had the, the Brandon Advantage plan. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And and that had nothing to do with Joe Biden. That happened to do, had to do with the name of the dealership. Um, it was a Brandon dealership. And so they forced their customers to uh, to uh, uh, pay for the Brandon Advantage, which was, in essence, the dealership stating, hey, if you let us charge you for this, it won't hurt as much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, Dad, yeah. do you think we're going to see more enforcements this year? And, and I bring this up in part because there was another article that just came out in Automotive News before we went live, which is, Essentially, the uh, industry, uh, the National Automobile Dealers Association, the Texas Automobile Dealers uh, Association, they're asking for a review of the FTC's new cars rules, which are essentially the rules that we have been huge proponents of. Um, whether whether We have this uh, debate from time to time whether like yes. FTC should be getting involved or not, but like the rules themselves, we feel really good about. It's no bogus fees. The price is the price. You can't discriminate for cash buyers versus finance customers. 
they're pushing back on those rules that have been set to go into effect in July. Yes. We're already seeing enforcement in advance of that. Do you think we'll see more of this or do you think the industry is really going to push back? Their <sighs> argument, the industry's argument is that this is going to add countless hours to the car buying process for consumers. Um, yeah, you, you explain that to, to the consumers that got taken advantage of at Manchester City Nissan. Okay. Um, will we see more enforcement? I think what what the state of Connecticut and the FTC are doing is they're sending a warning signal to dealerships out there that yes, they are going to actually start enforcing the rules, laws, and regulations that are already on the books. Okay. Because the key to this has always been enforcement. If you don't enforce the rules and regulations that are already on the books, then what's the point of having them on the books? Now, we understand that in a lot of states, um, they just don't have the number of, of investigators that they need. Although everybody in those states, in, in, in the attorney general's office, in the investigation, they've all bought a car in their lifetime. They know what dealerships do. They can't, they can't plead ignorance or that we don't have the time or the manpower to do it because they've all purchased vehicles in their lifetimes and they've all been subjected to the things that they're, they're supposed to be enforcing. So I, you know, personally, I don't want to hear, they don't have the staff. Okay. I don't want to hear um, that they can't find the time. Their consumers in each and every state that are getting ripped off on a daily basis. And if you're not going to protect your consumers in your state, your constituents in your state, then you shouldn't be in that position to begin with. Find the time, do the right things, enforce the laws that are already on the books, bring these dealerships to their knees because the dealerships have already proven they're going to spend whatever it takes to fight this tooth and nail. And there's no reason to. The good dealers that, and there are good dealers out there. The good dealers are in favor of this. They're not the ones that are supporting the NADA and suggesting we'll go fight on our behalf. The good dealers want us want to see the bad dealers held accountable. And it's just time. And it would just really be time for NADA to say, you know what? We're not fighting it anymore. Let's just do the right thing. Why is it so hard to do the right thing? Uh, it just, just doesn't make sense to me. One of our community members sent this OTD worksheet that I'm about to share with you uh, to me this morning, Dad. This was, they went in on a vehicle they thought was interesting, a, uh, a used uh, Nissan that they were thinking about buying. The advertised price online was $29,495. And look at what, you know, was ultimately the OTD that they received. <laughs> this is what the dealership wrote on it as well. I'm excited for you to explain this. This is you know, uh, uh, down in Florida, um, so yes. this, this is in the wild, wild west of Florida. It's hard to make out here because things have been written on it where it says, congrats, welcome to the fam. I would like to yeah. note that this customer did not purchase this vehicle. It's got the selling price of $29,494. 
Then it's got something for $2,500, another something for $3,245, another something for $1,485, and then a dock fee of $1,000. This is the type of crap that goes on. It says, which option? Congrats. Welcome to the fam. Uh, Five-star Google review. I mean, like this is... This is the car business. This is trying this to buy is, a car. Well, not only is this the car business, but but that that's the 1970s, 80s, and 90s wrapped in to the new way of doing business. Okay, the new way of doing business was to have the worksheet that listed the options. That is, what and what that worksheet is is basically the old-fashioned Foursquare, just just in a different manner it's 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 a disguised four square and then the sales manager is so old school okay i'm i'm going to explain something to you that, that's going to seem shocking you know what a sharpie is okay everybody knows what a sharpie is the only industry that keeps the sharpie manufacturer in business is the automobile industry Okay, because apparently there's an old law somewhere that states you're not allowed to desk a deal for a customer without <laughs> multicolored Sharpies. Okay, <laughs> so everything is always in a Sharpie. You saw it on that worksheet. They whipped out that their big blue Sharpie. You know, normally it's a green Sharpie uh, when you're when you're really pissed with the customer, it's the red Sharpie, which shows them we're done because red means stop. Okay. Green means go. Blue means, well, I don't know. We're not there yet. But, but the whole point is that it is so old school to have to use the Sharpie to welcome to the family, which option works best. Check our five-star Google reviews that are probably all bogus and uh, check the IP address that they came from because it probably matches the dealership. Uh, you know, it just, it is just pure insanity to, to take like an old dude like me, you know, who, who was raised in the car business in the seventies, eighties, nineties and worked through the late, uh, 20 teens and, and, and have him try and do something in a modern way it's it's just i'm telling you every sales manager's desk is well stocked with sharpies um and then oftentimes they'll open one up and put it under the salesperson's nose for him to sniff <laughs> so they can get a little high before they go to try and explain the bs that they have to explain to the customer it it is you know, I, I mean, they might as well just just give Matt Prater a sharpie before he kicks that next fifty five year old field goal. Oh yeah, I'm ready to kick. It is just. I got so, you off on it. I got you off that. My my apologies to everyone, but I think everyone enjoys the uh, the throwbacks to to you know when you were in the dealership, and this is like some of the not some of this is the crap that goes on. Oh like, my let, god, the the smiley faces, the the whole the whole nonsense. Um, you know, and, and, and this was just an example of a dealership that still does that, that, that can't, can't bring themselves into the 21st century. Okay. They are just totally unable to grasp the reality that things have 
changed. And there is a better way of dealing with customers than that crap. All right, but you're queuing me up for it. I got to do it, Pops. CarEdge.com. Good news, folks. Brand new just today. Yes. We were able to, like we talked about the other day, negotiate 3.5% below invoice on 2023 Mazdas, 3% below invoice on the uh, remaining Mazda Miatas at our dealer partner, and 2% below invoice on 2024 Mazdas. Today is even more good news. Now when you go to the homepage and you scroll down on the left, let us know if you're interested in a Cadillac, a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, or Ram product, and our team will get in touch with you. We have $1,000 below invoice on all of those vehicles, if not even more on certain makes and models, plus all manufacturer incentives, and $500 below list price on all used vehicles for our dealer partner that has that inventory on the East Coast. This actually can go all the way down to Florida. So if you're in Florida and you're looking for one of these vehicles, you don't want to deal with any of the crap. Again, I will pull it back up on the screen. You don't want to deal with this. Yes. You can now buy with CarEdge. You can buy through CarEdge. So please go to CarEdge.com, scroll down, choose which vehicle you're interested in, or which brand you're interested in, share some of your information with us. It's not a lead to the dealership. It comes to our team. Our team will reach out to you. We'll see if we can help you avoid this crap and pay a fair price for a vehicle. So, so l- let me understand this if, 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 I'm, if I'm understanding what it is that you're saying. On Mazdas in, in the Southeast... Yep. You can get, you can get, what was it? Three and a half or four, whatever. Up to three and a half percent. Yeah. On the 23s. And then that doesn't include like Mazda still has 0% financing. Uh, on, and on and then you can get any customer incentives from Mazda that, that you qualify for on top of that to reduce the price even further. Yep. And, and then on the uh, Cadillac, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Everything is at least a thousand dollars below invoice, plus you then still qualify for whatever customer incentives there are from those manufacturers on top of the thousand below invoice. Exactly. And this is like I hate doing the ads during the show, but it's it's a worthy one, guys. Like the dealers are hitting me up every single day saying, Hey Zach, can you help? We got too many cars. And it's like, we'll give us more competitive pricing. Thousand dollars under invoice across the board could be even more. Like that's that's good. This is the same same group that's doing the Corvettes. So if you're interested in the Corvettes, go choose Chevrolet and our team will get in touch with you. So I'm very, very, very impressed to see that like there are people in the industry that are doing the opposite of this or where yes. we started today's show, doing the opposite of, you know, tacking on seven thousand dollars in add-ons for a car. If you don't want to avoid all that crapola, that's what we're finally building out back on the car edge side and i see the question does that include a thousand dollars on the escalade we're doing a gmc yukon deal with this dealer partner at employee pricing i mean they just want to move stuff gang so truly good opportunities there but let's turn our attention back dad to the lead story here which was manchester count was it manchester county i want to make yeah, sure I manchester it city nissan. manchester city nissan let's yes. read through this example because you were right one of the vehicles or one of the stories that they shared was five thousand two hundred and ninety five dollars in a junk inspection fee that they got caught with here's the other one dad that folks need to watch out for the complaint alleges that mcn manchester city nissan and its employees frequently charge consumers for bogus add-ons they did not agree to pay they often charge consumers for add-ons such as guaranteed asset protection gap Service contracts, that's colloquially referred to as the extended warranty, maintenance contracts, 
and total loss protection. TLP in particular appears in 90% of all sales by MCN. One consumer as described in the complaint negotiated at a price of $20,500 for a Nissan Rogue Sport, but when she went to sign the sales contract, her promised monthly payment had increased, which she attributed to a credit issue. Instead, she found that MCN had tacked on more than $7,000 in add-ons to the amount she financed for the car. You always say, Dad, this goes, this is a two-way street. It's on the yeah. customer. If your payment goes up that much and you're saying to yourself, I don't understand, you gotta you gotta press pause, you gotta you know walk away even. But this can happen, and it's on the dealer as well, adding seven thousand, it's that's thirty percent added onto the deal. And and you know, as a rule of thumb, if if you just figure it it it's going to impact the payment $20 for every extra thousand fine. That's an extra $140, $150 a month to that customer's payment. And shame on the customer for not realizing that, well, $150 more per month because of a credit issue seems, I don't know, a bit hefty. Um, part and parcel of this is customers knowing all about their their credit knowing yep. what their credit looks like having run and gotten their free credit reports before they start shopping for cars having gone and gotten pre-approved for car loans so that they know how much they can afford on that monthly basis before they walk into a dealership so they can make sure they're looking at the right vehicles and and having the wherewithal when things change to go time out. I need an explanation in depth, in detail. Explain it to me like I'm in kindergarten. How did we get from here to here? Please explain it to me. Show it to me in detail. And if they can't or won't or refuse to, Get the hell up out of that chair and walk the hell out of there. It is your responsibility to protect your best interests. Do not depend on the dealership to do that, especially a dealership like this one, who's obviously only concerned about their own best interests. So, you know, the customer bears responsibility here. Every customer out there, you bear responsibility for protecting your best interest. Get educated before you go in. Find out all the information you need before you embark on this journey. It's the whole reason we exist is to help you navigate the car buying experience. And if you don't know how to do that, learn how to do it before you start. And do we charge for certain things? Yes, we do. Is like 90% of our stuff absolutely free to get you educated, to get you on the right path? Yes, it is. So there is absolutely no excuse you can use moving forward as to why you weren't better informed. It's on you. We're here to help, but it's on you. You were feisty today, man. I like it. Kimberly actually had a great video just yesterday. It came out 
dealership finance managers hate when you know these six things that they've run the auto finance sense channel. Go check it out, guys. That's a great video. Deal school, caredge.com slash deal school, 100% free. It helps you out. And dad, let's look at an example that we were talking about yesterday. This is uh, from car dealership guy. This is yes. the gross profit breakdown for a salesperson that was sent into him. This is why it's so important to understand and be knowledgeable. We're talking about an example from Manchester City Nissan where the customer's payment went up significantly. It was because there were $7,000 worth of add-ons added to her car deal. Well, look at where dealerships make money. This is where you make money. Make it on the back end, the finance reserves, selling warranties, selling products. You can see the one deal here that had no, it was a cash deal and they didn't buy any, any products. It's the one yeah. where they made $865 in front end gross profit and zero on the back end. But every other deal's got something going on here because the consumer's financing. And so it's really important that you understand both sides. And I think the examples from the attorney general, the attorneys general, excuse me, in Connecticut in this recent enforcement is another proof point. Uh, to the fact that you know consumers need to be educated because unfortunately, when there's ways to make money, people will take advantage of them until we see enforcement. And again, the, the counterbalance to this story is the fact that you have NADA taking stuff to court in Texas. Yeah, go for it. And, and if I may, the other aspect of enforcement is after they've brought this suit to not just allow the dealership to stroke a check and not admit any guilt or fault, okay? It, the other aspect of the enforcement is to bring the suit and then to criminally charge them and then, and then to, to convict them if they have enough to convict them and send their asses... All of this is in your opinion. In your opinion. All of it's in your opinion. No, it's not in my opinion. It doesn't mean anything to take this dealership and then, you know, if we're going to end up reading nine months from now or 15 months from now uh, that Connecticut settles with the the Manchester City Nissan uh, uh, and and they write a check for $3.9 $3.9 million and admit no fault or no guilt. Okay. Um, then, then what's going to prevent them from, it's just a cost of doing business. But if your ass gets thrown in jail, that's got a different cost associated with it. Okay. Remember Coons, Coons Kia here in the state of Maryland, where uh, yes. you know, I, I live in Washington, D.C., but close to Maryland. Um, they had an enforcement last year, and then what happened? Coons got acquired for, yeah. for what was it, billion plus dollars? So yeah, you're yeah. right. It is a cost of doing business debt, but I think that's why it's so important that we vote with our wallets. We don't support the businesses and organizations that implement practices that take advantage of people. They have to make money. Like these dealerships have to make money until, if if and until you see a world where there aren't car dealers, which that's another story. Dad, VinFast opening up car dealerships, Fisker opening up car dealerships. Yes. So like. You know, I don't think there's going to be a world without car dealers. They're going to have to make money. They cannot, and we will not tolerate doing it in ways that are, I mean, honestly, it's nefarious. But I think expecting the uh, the system to change in such a way where people are truly held accountable in the way you're describing, I don't think that happens anytime soon. But we can choose where we where we vote, you know, where we where we spend our money. That we absolutely have. To do. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon either. I'm just saying it should. Okay, I'm just saying that instead of just making it a a monetary uh, fine, 
that, that if there is criminal penalty involved, I don't know, maybe instead of just saying, well, they admitted no guilt and they, and they stroked the check, maybe it's like they stroked the check um, and they've agreed to sell the dealership and these people can no longer own a franchise or any type of automobile dealership in the state of Connecticut. Doesn't mean they can't go to another state, okay? But if you take away their ability to make a living doing things the wrong way, then then perhaps it has some teeth. But just, just you know, when the Napleton Group had to stroke a check for $10 million, that didn't hurt the Napleton Group. You know, it, 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 it'll impact their taxes that year that are due because they had to pay that that hefty ass fine. Um, but it, it didn't force the Napleton group out of business. It didn't really force them to change how they operate. So until you throw some of these people in jail, then, then nothing's going to change. You know, I, and, and trust me, I appreciate the fact that the attorney general tongue in, in Connecticut and the FTC have gotten together and that they're trying to hold this dealer accountable. I, I, I am, I am a hundred percent behind that effort, but I would be even more behind the effort if they would criminally charge these people. Okay. Make them have to defend themselves. Uh, and, and maybe they can, can, Maybe they can convince a jury that they didn't do anything wrong. I Daddy, doubt it. I wanted to make I want to make a comment though because I watched a um, HBO docu series. Um, oh, it was about cold calling. Um, yes. Oh, man, it was uh, something Development Corporation. It was all about how like the rise of spam phone calls. Yes. It was uh, this this organization that called on behalf of uh, Fraternal Orders of Police. Yes. And essentially, it was just a huge scam. Just truly, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, huge scam. And you know what ended up happening um, was was ultimately paying a fine and moving on. The owners were, you know, affluent yeah. beyond belief, yes. and they ended up making a bunch of money and they paid a fine. And then they ultimately started other businesses in similar industries. This happens everywhere in our in our economy. I mean, in in our society, it's yeah. not a, uh, explicitly for for car dealerships. Obviously, in the auto space for individuals, it's not like when you were getting that call. Um, you know, like, hey, will you give $20 to the fraternal order? Yeah. Please, this is $20,000, or $30 or $40 or $50,000. So the magnitudes of scale are different. The level of enforcement, though, I think is pretty lackluster across the board, unfortunately. Yes. And that's why it's so important that we choose where we spend our money. Yes. At the end of the day, that is the best option that we have to be able to express how we feel about these situations. Don't, in our opinion, don't do business with organizations that have been caught, fined, whatever the hell it is for taking advantage of customers. Just don't yeah. do business with them. Choose to and, spend your money elsewhere. And there are, you know, I, you know, I see comments and, 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 you know, so many of the commenters are, well, there's no good dealerships out there. Every dealership is crooked. Every salesperson is crooked. No, that's not the case. Not every dealership is crooked. Not every salesperson is crooked. You know, uh, are there bad ones? Yeah, you're damn right there's bad ones, but there's good ones, and we can name. I mean, you know, one of our favorites is is uh, Earl Stewart. Um, you know, he does it the right way. There's many others that do it the right way. 
Um, Look at what we're building back at on the website, then. Yeah, an obvious example. Like we don't we don't sell cars. You can just buy them through us, and it's because we've vetted partners. So I really, again, want to reiterate: it's not not everyone. It's just unfortunately uh, uh, enough bad apples that ruin it for for all of us. Um, which is which is a shame. It really, really is a shame. But if we go to the chat here I'm for a couple you, seconds, and, and I'm telling you, the good dealers, the good dealers are absolutely in favor of what the FTC is trying to do. Absolutely in favor of it. Hundred percent, absolutely. Dad, let's come to the chat here for just a minute. We had from Caesar Thank earlier you, in Caesar. the show. Thank you, Caesar. Thank you for what you do. We bought a 2024 Toyota Venza, five hundred dollars off MSRP. And we got 2% financing on uh, 2% less on the financing. Plus we got some extras for free. That's awesome. Good job. Good Toyota's job. under MSRP folks. It, it can, and it will it happen. Can and it, does happen. It, can and does happen. It does happen. Yeah. I yes. really, really love that. Uh, Terry says, uh, pops and Zach, we love and respect you, but Zach, you are a blessing, bro. Keep doing your thing. You are the light. Wow. Okay. I, I like that one. Terry. I got a lot of comments saying, to not remind you to say in your opinion, it's a bit of a joke, guys, because our <laughs> lawyers tell us that we should preface everything within our opinion, because yeah. believe it or not, we get people calling us saying, you know, screw Car Edge, screw Ray and Zach Shevsky. You got, we're just trying to stand up for consumers. That's all we're trying to do. So we're trying our best to help. Matt has a question, Dad. If we contact one of the dealerships, you guys are helping move cars at 3% below invoice. Does that mean we shouldn't try and negotiate more off that price? Here's my ask of everyone. If you want to buy a car through CarEdge, we obviously work with dealers. We're happy to name the dealers that we work with. They're great. Please go through us. The reason I'm asking you to go through us is because not all their salespeople or staff at their dealership knows who CarEdge are, know who we are. These are pre-negotiated prices that we have through the dealership. And the whole idea is that you never have to even contact them or talk to them. The moment you call up one of these dealerships and say, hey, CarEdge told me I could get 3% or CarEdge told me I could get $1,000 under, don't be surprised if they're confused. Because it's likely the owner and then someone in upper management that we work directly with, not the salespeople. So please, please, please work through us and our team. That'll protect you from all the emails, your info getting thrown all over the place, calls and everything. Like work through us back on the website. And to Frank's question, which CDJR dealer will do $1,000 under invoice? It's Key Auto Group, Frank. Key Auto Group. And the way that you can express your interest in one of those vehicles, caredge.com, just scroll down. Mazda's on the right. American brands, with the exception of Ford over here on the left, just tell us what you're interested in or view the inventory on the Mazda side and let us know what you want. And then our team is here to help. Very excited. Hopefully, the goal is to do 20 cars this month that we can help 20 people. Last month, we were able to do 18, which I'm really excited about. So it's uh, slowly but surely building up. We've got here, Dad, from Taker. I might try buying a Hyundai on Amazon, but hopefully they don't leave it on my doorstep. Someone could take it. Uh, don't worry, they, they they won't be leaving it on your doorstep. Uh, you'll, you'll have to go to the dealer to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, not with us, though. Free shipping, free shipping. We'll have the vehicle dropped off at your door, e-signature, all that fun stuff. Okay, um, I think we're good. We're good. It's Friday. We'll be back live on the main channel tomorrow night. How's that sound? Yay! We're on tomorrow night. We're back to our normal. Right. We're back to our normal schedule. That was Normal my schedule. Yeah, that was that was my attempt at being British. Yes. So we'll be <laughs> back at our normal schedule. I love that. I'm excited. So too, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, and I will say Cassie Morales says it here. Concierge is at capacity. We're no longer at capacity. We're taking on new customers. So 
you know, you don't have to buy through our our pre-negotiated deals or on our Car Edge network. We can we can just go out there and facilitate negotiate. So concierge is back open. So see Morales, get in touch with our team, uh, concierge at caredge.com. We're we're helping folks. So happy to do it. Okay, tomorrow night, new schedule, regular schedule. We're back at it. Um, yes, yes, indeed. So so uh, everybody have well a great weekend until seven o'clock tomorrow night when it'll get even better um and then zach and i'll be back here on the ray and zach channel with more news as you can use on monday january 8th at noon eastern nine pacific thanks for uh, thanks for doing this hansen right back at you pops thanks for spending some of your friday with us everyone have a great weekend see you later dad yep absolutely